Your herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is September 23rd, 2019. Episode 78. Episode 78. Anybody 78? Born in 78, Ishmael? Yeah, yeah. All right, born in 78, baby. There you go. All right. Old heads in the house. <laughs> I think Paul was born in like 75. So, <laughs> <laughs> probably. This dude, we, we still don't know how old Paul is. We're still trying to figure it out. Hey, man, I'm, I got that Benjamin Button disease, man. I'm getting, I'm getting younger every day, man. You see me? All right, all right. So, as you can see, we got Ghetto Phenom. We got Ghetto, uh, I was going to say Ghetto Boxwine Poppy, um, but that's not his name. <laughs> Ghetto Phenom. And Boxwine Poppy. Yo. And I am the Black Ryan. There we go. So, now we got all the intros out the way. So, we're going to have a pretty random episode this time because we have zero notes. Not a story, not nothing. Everybody was chilling this week. So, uh, let's get to it. Right, okay. let's just get to it. So, hmm, I don't want y'all to fall asleep, so I'm going to save Paul for a second. Ishmael will go last, so I'm going to go first with my This Week in Blackness. Uh, my week was cool. Started off, um, let's see. A lot of work, man. We've been trying to basically uh, people are are leaving. And so we are filling holes. Uh, the ship is uh, sprung a leak <laughs> a couple times now. So it's a whole lot of new jobs coming my way. And, uh, you know, we're getting lots of thanks for doing it, uh, doing your new jobs and things. But at some point, we need to get this ship righted. And these okay. jobs need to go off my desk. But you ain't getting no, no raise for doing all this extra work. <laughs> oh no! Of course not. It'll no, just be your not. be your permanent duties here in a minute. Oh, okay. I'm sure. Oh, you're doing a real good job taking care of all this. Oh, okay. We're just gonna let you do all that. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. my like my aunt say, she'll be like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> you can only you can only give her a new a new activity at work if she's paid more immediately. Man. So I, I like how she said it. But uh, yeah, man. Um, I guess Saturday we had uh, soccer again. Trenton scored his first goal. What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it wasn't all that fancy or nothing. It was a scrum, and he kicked mm-hmm. it out of there. But that was cool. He got this man it. Says, and... look, 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 at, look at the growth. This dude saying scrum. He learning the vert. Look, look, this man is that is that vernacular for the for the soccer? No, it's I just a scrum. For, I, yeah, I think it's for soccer and rugby. That's the only time I ever heard of scrum is in rugby and soccer, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you well, I had no soccer. idea. I just I just oh, know words. Oh, edge of and stuff, man. Look at this dude. I know. I know. I got a couple, but, um, couple degrees. Down playing young Trenton's goal. That's supposed to be the greatest goal in the world, man. Word, oh, no, man. it's a well. I didn't want y'all to think like he was running down the field, juking people and spinning around, going behind it, you know, behind the back and all that kind of stuff. He ain't doing all but that. That's, that's how you got to tell it. Your son's first goal. He did all that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a bicycle kick, you know, right. bounced off somebody. A header. A bicycle yeah. kick. Cristiano Ronaldo ain't got shit on my top kid. That's left what I'm corner. <laughs> right. right. No, but right after he scored, I was immediately worried because I'm like, 
man, Trenton is kind of a, not that he's a showboat, but he gets excited when he does something good. Harlem Shake, I hear And you. so I was expecting him to start doing that little kid dance or something. Like he was going to do some kind of dance or something. But he he runs to like, not the not midfield. And I'm like, man, please don't do a Terrell Owens up in here. Still about to do a T.O. at half line. At the half of a field line. But he, he ran up. Uh, and then he looks over to his bench and he's like, I scored a goal. And I'm like, everybody knows you scored a goal, man. <laughs> yes, I scored. And I'm like, good job, Trenton. He's like, all right. And then he runs down to me and he's like, daddy, I scored. I'm like, I, I saw, I was looking. Good job. It's like, now you got to chill. <laughs> Stop saying you scored so many times. People going to get upset. He's the only black dude on the team, right? No, nah, no, nah, it's another. Oh, come on. He's so, still got, two, he's still, but he's still got to break out the crazy dance. Like, you got to stay on brand, man. Come on, man. Have some he fun can, out he there. Can't be, he can't be doing that, man. Other, the other dude, Lil Austin, he be scoring like eight goals every game. So, you know, he the one on the team that's cold. So you they can't be celebrating that, on one. If it's only two black kids, they at least need to do – the little running air shoulder bump, bro. <laughs> like they got to the, the black man jump up in the air and bump shoulders. No, you got you got to do the kid and play the full leg like lock thing, hop around. You got you to teach him that one, Ryan. Come on, yeah, I'm, I'm all about swagging out the goals, man. Like if you yeah. look at professional soccer, oh, yeah, when they score goals, they get hype. Like oh, they man, they do it all. So. Yeah, the, what, what, yeah, the girl yeah, trying to take yeah. his shirt off, man. To take his shirt off, oh, his head no. slide on his knees on the grass, go over to the sideline, make a pose, me mug the opposing coach. You gotta do something, man. Yo, if the only thing I know about soccer and white people sports is white people don't like to celebrate. So I'm, just, soccer, I'm trying to soccer, keep that's it. Not true, man. They soccer, don't any sport, any sport that white people play. They don't want to celebrate. Bruh, you can't celebrate watch, in golf. You can't celebrate soccer. in soccer. You can't celebrate in uh, what else they play? Baseball because they take it as you know this is a fight, and you know I ain't want to. I ain't want to get out of line. I need him to him stay cool. So, but anyway, so he hit it. He scored his first goal. But I wanted to talk about the other dude on this team who we spoke about, Austin. This dude and his parents, mainly his dad. Now all the things that Paulo jokes about. Uh oh, soccer beef. Oh, if they are, if they are, beef. they are. But no, they're not. They're not. But I just wanted to, to talk about it because all the things that Paul jokes about me possibly doing at the games is exactly what Austin dad does. Now keep in mind, I told y'all, Austin is cold, right? Because his brother plays. His brother is cold. And so, therefore, he is cold by proxy because they've been playing <laughs> together all this time. And clearly, your daddy knows how to play because I saw him just kicking the ball around and he can do all of that stuff, all the tricks. So, he's pretty good, too. And what did you say? Did you say the, something back to him? Like, do you know how to cross over? You got, you, you, you know how, you got a two-inch vertical like me? I ain't say nothing. Can I ain't say out? nothing. <laughs> I don't say nothing to him, man, because I usually try to stay away from him. But this time, I already placed my chair. And I didn't know that he was he was there. I thought it was just his wife. And then why, he why sat down. To stay away from the only other black family. I'm gonna tell you. I'm you, gonna you, tell you. Ryan's a dude that did not hit not him. He just gave him like. <laughs> oh no, no, I speak to him every <laughs> time. Looked, every time. He he a cool dude as long as you're not his son playing on the soccer team. So keep in mind this is the reason why I don't want to sit by him because this is what you hear the entire game. Get him, Austin. Work. 
Work. Come on, Austin. What are you doing? Come on, Austin. Get your head in the game, Austin. Austin, let's go. Work, Austin. There you go. Cross over. Cross over. Oh, Austin. It's like the entire game. Mm-hmm. Constantly, man. And I, I don't want to sit by him. It's too much. Hold on, hold on. It's too much. Hold on. Ish, time out, Ish. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this not the man that will defend LeVar Ball at any ch- chance? <laughs> is there any Is there any way that Austin's dad is not the, the St. STL soccer, soccer field version of LeVar Ball? And Ryan's sitting there saying he's annoyed Yo, by this man. You can't be talking LeVar. that much. You can't be talking that much, especially when your kid is the coldest kid on the team. Dude is cold. He'll go down. He didn't score one game. He scored like five goals. He got tired of scoring that he just started trying to give assists out to people to score. That's how that's how cold he was that game. I was like, this dude, because at one point I got mad because I, I uh, leaned over to my wife and I'm like, look, I didn't come here to watch Austin play. <laughs> they need to put somebody else in because clearly Austin is cold. And it's cool. You know, get us up and then, you know, put the scrubs in, man. Put Trent back in. I mean, Trent's usually out there at the same time with him, but... Uh, yeah, it was just getting ridiculous. And this time, so Austin, it seemed like he was tired, man. It was one of them, one of them early games. We always got 9 o'clock games for some reason. They don't know what 11 o'clock is. Can we get 11 o'clock game, 10 o'clock game maybe? I don't want to wake up at 6. I'm tired of it. But uh, Austin was looking sleepy. He didn't really have his head in the game, so I get it. You know, his dad is like, come on, man. He's like, you're playing like crap out there, man. Like, come on, get your head in the game. I want to be like, dog, he's 6. Like, it's cool. He's six. Like, chill. And he's cold anyway. He's just having a bad game. And he's like, pay attention, Austin. Come on, man. What you doing? He's like, cut through, cut through. And I'm like, man, if you don't shut up, he's six. Let this man, let this little boy have fun out there. And you could tell it's like a lot of pressure on him, man. He don't really know what to do sometimes. And he kind of running around like a chicken with his head cut off. But most of the time, he's focused and he knows what to do. But you got your mom yelling at you. You got the dad yelling at you. But the mom ain't as bad as the dad is. And when the dad ain't there, she's super quiet. So she ain't even worried about it. But this Mm. dude got to the point that also has scored like twice already. (laughs) Right? He comes to the bench. And then he's at halftime. And he's like, Austin, man. He's like, what you doing out there? You playing like S. And I was like, dang. Like, how you just going to tell him he ain't playing like nothing? Like, is it that serious, man? He didn't score twice already. He could have assisted on two more. They just missed. And he hard on him, man. He told the dude he was playing, like, straight up a mess out there. So, I don't want to be Austin daddy, man. It's it's rough. That's what they said about Tiger Woods' dad, too, though, man. That's what they said about Serena and and, uh, Venus' dad. Come on, now. You got got to be the crazy uh, sports dad, man. Come on. Oh, man. The beginning of the story, it started out by saying, Austin is cold. And the reason yeah. that Austin is probably cold is because his father is beats you know, him if he, if he messes up. In on him. His father's present. His father's it. always coaching. I don't condone, you know, being overbearing and just being right. too much. It just sounds like he may be. But at the same time, you know, in this environment, you know, the parents are on their kids coaching, coaching, coaching. Like even in basketball parents they start their kids at five six seven years old do all that skill training and so i don't know how austin is reacting i know he said sometimes he uh looks out of it or sometimes you know but some i mean so if he loves soccer and he's trying to get better and his father's trying to tell him hey do better encouraging him 
you know, I don't see a problem with it. Like I said, that's why he's cold. It's because he's got his father with him along the way. Now, doesn't mean you should be overbearing. Uh, I get there's a fine line, but I'd much rather see that with a young kid like that at a kid's soccer game than, again, with a grown man like uh, Lonzo and LeVar Ball. But, <laughs> yeah. I say go Austin, man. Lead them, lead them to the championship. What's, what's their record? What's young Trenton team's record? Um, I got blasted last week, but I think for the most part, maybe, uh, you know, five and two, okay. four and two, something like that. Bad, they won more than they lost. Yeah. I feel but yeah, like man, Trent you... need to be going over Austin's house for some sleepovers. We got to get his game I did tell there. my wife that early. I was like, you know what? Because Trenton is way more of an athlete than Austin. I was like, Austin is short and he's not that fast. So imagine if Austin was Trenton. Like, how cold would Trenton be? And I was like, we need to send him over Austin's house. But, so, uh, yeah, footwork, after hearing man. how he was talking to him the other day, nope. <laughs> Shut it down. Can't, huh? can't go over there. Yeah, Got to get that footwork down, man. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. But he, he'll be all right, man. I just, uh, <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't think you should be talking to little kids like that. But other than that. Man, uh, these what? parents, what, man, look, I heard about these. I was reading some article like a few weeks ago, man, about parents, like, you know, they basically holding their kids back. In like fifth, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade, first grade, just so so they're having an edge, being older against younger competition, right? In yeah. like in like you know football, baseball, what you know what have some sport because they know that the bigger kids get picked more and they get more playing time. So that I mean, so there's parents like consciously like, hey, I'm gonna hold this kid back in kindergarten, first. Yeah, grade, there's a social grade. there's a social aspect to it too that parents have been trying to trying to do because. They're, it makes their child be a leader because they're saw as a leader because they're the oldest. Right. So I mean, it's, but that, man, that's nuts to me, man. It's just like nothing, you know. Yeah. I mean, I never heard of that when we were kids, but you know, that, I guess it's common nowadays, especially in the big time athletics. Man, they do it. It's it's a regular thing, man. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, man, that was my week. I had to preach uh, Sunday, so all was quiet. I did a a lot of working on that, and everything went well. So, what about you, Paul? How was your week? Oh, man, chilling, man. You know, we're on 24-7 baby watch, man. So, you know, had a little scared last week, but uh, it was all good. Uh, you know, everything everything worked out. But, uh, man, yeah, just I think we, we, within three weeks to go, man. So any day now. Uh, had to go to New York for a day. Saw some family. Uh, was, was down there. Went to Times Square for, for a hot minute. I got, got, got the nicest upgrade I ever had in a hotel in Times Square for one night. And I just got there like at midnight, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm getting ready to check out like six o'clock the next morning." So I was like, "Oh man, this group room is amazing. I'm only gonna be here for six hours. Oh, okay, I don't need this." <laughs> but I had a great room for one night for about six hours. It was awesome. And then uh, checked out, saw some family for a little bit, and came back home. Man, just been painting and stuff like that. And uh, but what I really want to talk about is, so I worked at home this week, right? Because I'm trying to do a little painting around the house, get 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 the the kids' room set up and stuff like that. So, Ryan, I don't know, you know, I think you know, like, my house is, like, at the, it's at the back end of my subdivision. So, I'm, like, the, I'm not, there's, like, another house across the street, but, like, we're the first two houses on this side of the, of the entranceway to the subdivision. Mm-hmm. So, like, only one other time before I've ever seen somebody break down in front of my, my house, like, have a, like, have a flat tire. And it was, like, maybe a, a year ago, I, it was, like, two ladies out there, and I was, I was at home, I just had to be at home today. I'm sure it happens, happens more often, but I'm just not at home all the time. So I went out there and helped this, these two ladies out there, you know, change the tire. Well, this week, man, why did I have not one but two people break down out front of my house? And mm. and and so like the first time it was like Monday morning, 
you know, everything's kind of chaotic because the school is nearby. So people, you know, trying to get there. But I, my wife was like, opened the windows, the blinds. She's like, yeah, there's a car out there or something like that. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, I'm just like, well, maybe they just, you know, stopping or whatever like that. I didn't think nothing of it. And like 10 minutes later, she's like, they're still out there. I think they're, I think they have a flat tire. I was like, oh, okay. So then like 10 minutes later, she came back out there. She's like, they're still out there. She's like, I think they need help. She's like, uh, I was like, all right, so I'm gonna go out there and help them. I go out there. It's like a, it's like a couple, you know, like in the 40s, man. You know, like a mom and a dad. They had like an old trashy, you know, like a picture is Ryan's minivan. You know, just an old crappy minivan. Dude, if you don't stop snapping on my minivan, man. <laughs> the minivan, you gotta snap on the minivan. But yeah, so I go out there, man. And so the dude, you know, he's, he's he looks older. You know, I, I can't tell how white people age. You know, white people they could be thirty two, but they look like they're sixty five. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know, man. I just don't know, man. It's you know? racist. Is it true? But is it true? Also or not? true. <laughs> it's true. Look, man. Look. Anyway, so I, I assume the dude was older than me, but he kind of looked like my age. And the wife, you know, they they look like you know they had little kids, so, and they look like they're in forties. So I, you know, they're about our age in the in the demo. But yo, my man did not know where the hell anything was at, and so his wife was sitting there. His wife, his, his wife was standing out there with him. He, she got the instruction, like the the, the car manual, like trying to read to him, like how to get the tire. Like, first of all, they're trying to figure out where the tire. Like, I know only thing I, I've only seen one minivan, and the tire was inside, like where the kids sit at. But apparently, theirs was not there. Theirs was underneath the car, and I'm like, yo, man, sell this damn minivan. Who who puts a a, a spare tire underneath the car? Like that is yeah, that's how they are. A lot of them do that. Yeah, man, that's from like man. It's I, actually not bad. You just you just roll it down and then push it off from under there. Man, he had to get up underneath there and all that stuff. So anyway, he got it out, man. But then, but look, look, man, the dude didn't know how to do nothing, man. So I'm like having to show him how to do this stuff. Like, and I'm like, man, look, man, if you if you look at me like as the the model of like how to you know work on cars, yeah, something wrong with you, man. So because look, man, and he was so look, man, this minivan looks so dusty, and he was sitting there like being so careful, like where to put it, you know, like oh, do I have the jack lined up? Is that is that on iron and stuff like that? You know, I was like, I was like, man, if you don't put that damn thing underneath there and start lifting this thing up, so we can get this thing off there. Anyway, man, like, uh, got get it up there, and then like, I don't, I don't know, like his his uh his little you know crowbar, whatever it's called, like, it, like it, it, the nut wouldn't come out of there, so it was just stuck in there, so he couldn't use it, so I had to go. So he's like, oh, do you like do you have another like you know crowbar, whatever that thing is called? So I had to go you know go to my car and get him get that, get some WD forty, all this stuff. Anyway, got got him got the got the man taken care of, real nice man. So the next day, I, you know, I just I just shook their hands. Oh, you know, safe travels. They told they were like from Scotland or something like that. They were and they said they had some some friends coming over tomorrow to like watch football and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Next day. Uh, out with the kid, get there. I see, I see a, like a little thing on my front porch. Yo, these this folks left me like a nice bottle of wine on my front porch. Man, how Word. classy is that? Yo, man, nice. Ca- Very Cabernet classy. Sauvignon. Yeah, man, just didn't you know? So what is a Cabernet? What Cabernet Sauvignon? That's what he called man. Sauvignon. Yeah, I mean, I would have settled for you know, I would have settled for some some <laughs> okay. Boone's Farm, but you know, this is all straight right here. You I didn't, you didn't tell him this a box wine family only partner, <laughs> right? <laughs> But look, so they so that was so that was cool. That was like the first one. Okay, so the next, so then this was two days ago, two three days ago. I'm sitting out there, and the same scenario. I'm working from home. Wife looks out the window. She's like, "Oh, there's a car out there," and uh, it looks like they got a flat tire. So I kind of turn my head like there. Okay, this time I'm totally different. It's two Mexican ladies out there. It's a, like a you can tell they're mm-hmm. like maids because like cleaning ladies because they got you know they kind of like the smocks on or like that. And it was this old. Is going. Like Racism. beat up that shit. No, no, no. I go out there, man. Yo, man, they couldn't speak like not a lick of English. They had the gold. Look, they had all gold teeth too. It was crazy, man. It was wild. Racist. <laughs> but, but that car was so jacked up, man. I could not get those damn lug nuts off, man. 
And so they finally had to call their boss. Her, their boss came out there, I guess, with his wife in the car. But like this dude, he had to be you know a good eighty pounds heavier than me. So finally, when he got there, like I, had, I got it down to one lug nut. But he was just stepping on, stepping on. Finally, it came loose. We uh, we we could get him out of there. But man, it took forever to get them. And I was there just struggling, trying to get that damn. Lug. I mean, I was using all my energy. I was sore. I was so sore the next day, man. I was like, I'm not even going. To, I'm not working out. I'm not. I'm not going walking. I'm not doing nothing, man. I'm so tired. <laughs> so that's it, man. I changed a bunch of tires. But uh, I'm definitely keeping my blinds closed. I told my wife, do not tell me if anybody's got a flat tire there. I am not helping you. I don't care. You're turning into me, Firestone Poppy. me uh, with the cars, it sounds like you turning into me. You the new me. But what I'm tripping off is like, man, I'd be out there, but like, I don't ever see my neighbor. Like, none of my neighbors like ever like, oh, yeah, you, let me come out here and help you assist and, you know, speed this thing up. They just be like, they just be minding their business. Once one person, person, once there's one man out there helping, everybody right. done. I yeah, guess so, that's... man. I guess so. But anyway, so yeah, man. I, I, I've learned a lot about changing flat tires in the last week, and that's I, I, I talk a lot more longer than I wanted to about that. What about you, Ishna? You got you got the you you've got the dope story. So we we need to, you know, go ahead and get into it. You know, do we need to do we need to get some gunshots off now, or should we just save them for later? Man, my week was was so crazy. Really, the past weekend, it, it wasn't even the whole week. Um, and yeah, this will this will pretty much take up the rest of the show. So I try wow. to split it up and give y'all openings uh, to get in there and comment on different aspects of it. Uh, I could call it this week in whackness because a lot of it has to do with just whack people, whack customer service, uh, oh, whack wow. incidents. Almost had to throw some hands. Really, really wanted to throw some hands, uh, wow. but I'll, I'll get into that. A little bit later, but because a lot of it is kind of negative energy and my frustrations of what happened during the weekend, I'm going to start off first with the positive event, with the dope event. Now, Ryan, Paul, you probably know too, uh, you know, every year at my job, we have, we actually have four like awards galas, but one is the big one. You know, it calls salute to excellence or oh, yeah, yeah. all of these events. But the big one is a salute to excellence in education. It's every September, uh, they honor a bunch of educators. They hand out a bunch of scholarship money to kids. This year it was over a million dollars in scholarships uh, to these scholars. And it's a black tie gala. Mm-hmm. Mostly black folks there You're in tuxedos, got evening gowns, everybody looking good. Um, so it's just a nice event. It's a positive event, especially for black folks, because black folks there having fun. Uh, they got an after, you know, a couple after parties. They got the jazz side for the more mature crowd, and they got now they bill it as an old school party, and really, it's aimed at us at our age demographic. So stuff that you heard in the '90s. Uh, you know, they may go back to the 70s or 80s a little bit, but most of it is like mid to late 90s music, early 2000s. Uh, so the old school party is jamming. So first yeah, I want to shout out. That, can we just say that's nuts like that we're, we're now at the point where like Ying Yang Twins and Little John are old school. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm trash. Yeah, know? we definitely owe. Yeah, <sighs> we, we had a meeting uh, today. We were talking about it at work and uh, some people were saying, oh, you know, the music wasn't old school enough or we should have had some. And I'm like, them, a lot of them songs are 20 years old. Like, that's right. old school now. Whether you want to admit it or not, 
that's old school now. Because when we were in high school, any music 20 years old, you were like, man, that's old in a mug. So right. that's just how, how the generations change. Jamming at the, uh, the party, which was dope. Had a great time there. My sister was there. Shout out to Winnie and her boyfriend, Mar, when they were there kicking it. Um, a co-worker, Deidre, had her kids there. And so we were just all just out on the dance floor, just like like having a good time. And then uh, my wife's friend, well, my friend too, but uh, I was introduced there through my wife, Shonda, who's been on the show, on the ghost show one time, because Paul was so sexist that he jacked up that episode. Uh, <laughs> Shonda rolled with us. Uh, we've been trying to get her to go for a while to a salute. So uh, she finally joined us this year. And so had a very interesting story with Shonda. I got her permission to tell this story because she listens to the show. Didn't want her to be mad at me. But uh, we were sitting. So this is at the after party. So we're sitting. They got like some cocktail tables that you could stand at. Got some tables you could sit in the back. And then they got the dance floor where they jam. So we standing at one of the cocktail tables, me, my wife, and Shonda. And we just kind of chilling. You know, they got wine. They give you free wine or beer uh, at the salute. And then you could pay for something else. If you want to get a mixed drink or whatever, you could pay for that. Mm. So we're just sitting at this cocktail table, sipping on some wine, sitting, chatting, watching the people on the dance floor at the time. And um, and so glasses start to accumulate on the table, you know, as we have a couple drinks, other people, we actually right near the bar, so other people would go to the bar and set their uh, glass down and go get another one. So it was probably about eight or nine uh, wine glasses that were congregated almost right in front of Shonda. Red wine, white wine? Red wine and white wine. Okay, okay. Okay. And all uh, Budweiser products were free because they're sponsors of the event. But then, gotcha. uh, so yeah, just a bunch of empty wine glasses sitting right in front of Shonda. So we sitting joking back and forth about, you know, if she drank all this or if I drank all this or whatever. And so all of a sudden, it's uh, I'll call him a young fellow because he's probably younger than me, but he's probably not that much younger, but. He kind of waltz up to the table, and he has an empty wine glass in his hand. And so he walked up to Shonda, like right in her face, like, like I don't know, six, eight inches from her face. He just all up in the grill. So immediately, <clears throat> I see with the closeness that the brother, I'm like, okay, he trying to holler. And my wife felt the same way. Well, Shonda didn't necessarily pick up on the vibe because he held up his cocktail <clears throat> glass and... It's, it almost seemed like he was asking, could he put the glass on the table? Because that's what I thought at first until he got all up in the grill. And so he like kind of raised the glass up and points down. And she thought, I guess she thought he was trying to ask her, did she drink all that wine? <laughs> and uh-huh. so she was like, no, no, he drank all that. And she pointed to me because, like I said, we had kind of been joking about that. She's like, he drank all that. That was him. And so the guy, like, looks over at me and my wife and kind of puts his head down <laughs> and sets the glass down and just walked away dejected <laughs> like he just got dissed. And so uh, my wife yeah. and I are looking at each other because we kind of turned around, like, uncomfortable. we like, all right, we know this dude about to holler. We don't want to be all up in this business. Give him so some space. Turn right. away. And then Shonda no, was man, just No, man, no, that's what you're to turn away, but really, like, listen real Like, <laughs> lean in the other way. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. And so Shonda's looking at us like, like what? Why are y'all looking like that? We like, uh, you know, a dude was trying to holler at you, right? And she's like, what? She's like, no, he wasn't. He was just asking if he could put the glass down. And we like, no, oh. like that dude was in your face, two inches oh, away. Y'all was yeah. damn near kissing. Is <laughs> <So, laughs> she one of the people that never notices when dudes try to holler at her? Yeah, in that situation, she did not. So uh, the dude went away. Uh, that that was funny. Shonda didn't know. You know, I, actually, I think a little later, she she went to go. You know, kind of check and see if that's what he was really on or whatever, but I don't think she ever caught up with him. So uh, still mess with her about that little situation. Uh, have y'all ever been in a situation like that where either you were trying to talk to somebody, somebody was trying to talk to you, or you kind of witnessed a situation of somebody getting dissed, not on purpose, but uh, maybe accidentally? Oh, man, it's been so long for me, man. I, I guess I've been with my wife. I guess my, my You've wife been out the game too long? Man, I've been, look... I, I guess the three of us. I've been with my wife longer and longer than yeah. y'all been with y'all's, right? For sure, by yeah, a long yeah. shot. So, so yeah. yeah, man, I'm way out the game. But yeah, I mean, I remember little things like that, but nothing, nothing good's coming, jumping at me right now. Definitely doesn't dumb you, stuff. Brian? I'm pretty sure I've been a victim of it, at least uh, maybe not in a, a short amount of time span like that, where it's just a quick a quick hitter. It was more of a like, hey, I've been trying to holler at you for a long time, but and they'd be like, what? I thought I thought you just wanted to be friends. Like, nigga, stop it. Like, I actually <laughs> asked you out on dates multiple times. Like, so don't pretend like, and then you know, as soon as you get a girlfriend, then it'd be like, oh, I, I thought we had a chance. I thought something could happen. Yeah, man, I tried to holler at you like eight times. Stop it. Yeah, right. but yeah, been there. Yeah, so I felt felt bad for that brother. If that brother listens to the Black Delegates podcast, man, I feel your pain. Shoot your shot again. Right, right. It wasn't and and real talk. You know, he didn't necessarily make it clear. I come in Shonda's defense a little bit. You know, I think he was trying to play the smooth card, like, hey, let me get you a drink, but it was loud. You know, it's a party, music in the background, couldn't really hear. Uh, but that brother showed, tucked his head, tucked his tail between his legs, put his head down, and just walked back to the corner from whence he came. So that was a, a nice little amusing uh, next next time. Next time, brother, just have the hammer pick loaded up on your phone, <laughs> on your screen, on your screen cap, and just just that's just, what works these days. Yeah. <laughs> that, that cuts through all the bull. You know, the music's loud. You know, there's conversation. You got Ish and his wife over there getting drunk and talking loud and laughing. You can't hear nothing, man. Just have the hammer pick loaded up on your phone. Just say, hey, see this? This one, this one, this one. I'm on right here. Let's go. <laughs> right. And she says that. yes. Then, then you know it's time to roll. If she says no. Okay, move on. Move on to the next victim. That's how Paul got his wife. That's how he wrecked her up. Right. <laughs> and this message has been brought to you by Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. But, yeah, Shonda, Shonda had the guys, uh, she definitely had the guys turn their heads at that event. So, uh, hopefully she had a good time. Uh, but, so next, I'm going to have to go to post-salute. Like I said, salute was dope. Had a great time. We actually kind of shut the event down. We were there till maybe 1230, uh, just kicking it, having a good time. But Now, hold on. Before you move on now. Uh-huh. Okay, so the outfit. You had the tux. Did you have the J's on? Because I'm just picturing you and knowing you did, you. did you spice it up a little bit? I did not rock the J's. Uh, my oh. nephew had a, a gala for the Books and Bros. I rocked the J's to that one because that was an event with kids, and I felt like, 
you could be more, more playful and fashionable yeah. and, you know, got a little more leeway. This is a, a upper crust type of event. You know, you got the the county prosecutor there. You've got the important dignitary CEOs. So I'm like, let's play this cool. My job does actually uh, provide. They got a deal with a tux company to where you can we get tuxedos for free or my, the job pays for it. So I got the rented tux. It's just a basic black tux. But last year, because I done been there now like nine years, so I got tired of wearing their plain little black tux. So last year I bought like my own tuxedo jacket or dinner jacket or whatever. So I wore that this year. It's like a gray tux. Um, so rock that with the rest of the, you know, just kind of plain black. Had a little blue vest going on. Got my own bow tie, blue bow tie. I don't do the uh, the clip-on. We don't do that. So got tied my own little bow tie. So and, and this time I actually I bust out the glasses. A lot of people were surprised. I was just finna say it. Dang spectacles. I should have said it. I, I was like, glasses. I guarantee Ishmael wore some glasses because I could see him doing that. I did wear <sighs> some glasses. They are actual prescription glasses. I never wear them in real life. I probably wear them four Word. times a year. Uh, but I'm not the type to just go bust some glasses just for fashion reasons. But it did kind of go with the tux. They are prescription glasses, so I did rock those too. They weren't the Dwayne Waynes? No. They weren't okay. the Dwayne Waynes. <laughs> so, right. But I got to go back. Now, now we got some uh, kind of the nastiness that's going on. But I got to go back pre-salute and set the tone. So maybe three, four weeks ago, right about three weeks ago, a good friend of mine hit me up. And he was like, uh, hey, you know, I got this free hotel uh, through this website. So I'm not going to be able to use it. He's taking care of his mother, uh, sick mother. He's like, I'm not going to be able to use it before it expires. He's like, I just wanted to know if you and your wife uh, will be able to, to use it. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, sure, appreciate it. So I talked to the wife, and we're like, hey, this salute is like a good time to use it. We could just go. It's downtown in America Center where the Rams used to play. So I'm like, we could just stay somewhere downtown on that night. That way we could either walk there, Uber there, or what I really wanted to do, but the wife wasn't well, down for it, do. is oh. hop on the scooter. Absolutely. Just take oh, a scooter there. on the scooter. tucks. In, in, in the in the uh, the the black tie attire, I thought that would have been dope. Wife, not so much. Uh, so we like cool. So we stay at the Westin. We pick the Westin St. Louis right downtown. The Westin seemed like a good hotel, right, Paul? Have you stayed in the Westin? I know you stay. Westin's very hotels nice. All very over nice the world. Very nice brand. Westin's very nice brand. Pick the Westin. Got it all squared away. I'm like cool. So. We go there. Um, my wife had to get her makeup done somewhere, so I told her, I'm like, just drop me off the hotel. I'll get ready there, you know, shave, do all that. Go get your makeup done, come back, we'll be set. Cool. So she dropped me off the hotel, getting ready to go shave. All of a sudden, I look and I see like a hair in the bathtub. So I'm like, is that a hair? So I'm like, oh, that's kind of nasty. But you know what? I'm not really worried about it. It's a free hotel. I'm going to grab some toilet paper or something, get it, throw it away. But then I saw, like, another hair. 
and another hair saw. So I like five or six hairs just either in the bathtub, on the floor. So I'm like, all right, this ain't acceptable. Called down to the front desk. Yo, this bathroom is nasty. Y'all need to clean it up or something. So they send somebody up. Pretty quickly, he goes, cleans up the whole bathroom. Like, okay, cool. Fast forward, go to the salute, kick it, have a good time. Uh, afterwards, we go back uh, to the hotel after we went to McDonald's and sat in line for like 45 minutes to get some water <laughs> and uh, some fries. But anyway, we get back to the hotel. So the western room that we were in, it had like a separate shower and a bathtub, right? So I'm Classy. Like, I'm going to hop in the shower. I'm like, cool. I'm like, this bathtub is like big. You know, I got the standard little house bathtub at home. It's nothing fancy. So I don't take baths because I can barely fit in that thing. So I'm like, I got this huge bathtub. I'm about to take a bath tonight. Like, oh, cool. you nasty. You nasty, dog. That, that, that bathtub is for, is for uh, display purposes only. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's like using the washcloth in the in the hotel. Like, right, man, I ain't never getting that. Uh, I, I, I ain't going to cite you on that one, man. I, I think it's fine. It's all right. It's supposed to be clean. It should be cleaner than most bathrooms. Thousand percent right. violation, man. I no told you that the man that. came and cleaned. I watched the man come and clean it, sanitize it, all that. So, yes, I'm taking a bath in the hotel bathtub. So, I'm like, cool. So, my wife is actually going to, going to bed. It's late at this point. It's like 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. or something like that. So go ahead, take a bath. I never take baths, and again, unless I'm injured, sore, something like that. But I get done, out the bathtub, get dressed, and so I'm walking back into the hotel room, and as the water's draining, I hear some water. It's like coming from somewhere that it shouldn't come from. Mm. So I'm like, I'm like, where is this water? I'm like, why is this bathtub draining? Like it sounds like it's running underneath the floor or something. And so I walk back in the bathroom. I'm listening. I walk back in the hallway. And I still hear it. And I'm like, this is weird. Like, something is not right here. This is ghost water. Is going off left and right. So I'm like, is there like a pipe that's broken? Is there water, you know, leaking under this floor? Is there water leaking outside? I'm like, I have no idea where this water's going from. And I'm going back and forth trying to figure it out. And so I like look out the peephole. I don't see nothing there. And I'm like, man, where is it still going on? Like, I'm like, where the hell is this water? So. Finally, I opened the door, and I'm wondering, like, I thought it literally was, like, water leaking by the door or something, like a pipe that it bust. I opened up the door, and what do I see? A stream of urine. A stream of piss. I was going to say piss. A stream what? of piss. What? Flying in front of my door, landing on the ground, and just splattering. What? <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Okay. Yo. Not where I expected yes, you, you to go. You into the go- Wait, Hey, okay, I got the podcast. I have a golden hey, shower. Was, was your clothes on at this point? <laughs> Were your clothes on? Like, are you ready for battle? I did. I did have clothes on at this point. Okay. Now, as much uh, mess. Sure, as was pissed though. It, it, it was just. It was just dirty looking water. It, it wasn't piss. It was. It was piss. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I, I recognized piss. It was a stream of piss. And like I said, as much as we give Ryan crap about Crocs, I got a pair of Nikes that are Croc-like. They're not Crocs, mm. but they're kind of rubber yeah, shoes. There's Imagine no that. defined sole on them. It's kind of some holes. So I had those on for the hotel. So I'm like, what the hell? So I'm sitting here watching this piss go in front of my door. 
And I'm, I yell out like, "What the?" So hold on, it's, it's hitting. It's, it's so it's across the. It's 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 in the ceiling, or is it? It's coming across. The, what is it? No, it's coming like the. Okay, well, then I'll get to it in a second. So paint the, paint the picture. Yeah, I please. see. I see the piss coming in front of my door. It's coming from the right side. I just see and the you piss have the coming, door open, hitting the floor. So, okay, so okay. I kind of I yelled out, and then I waited for the stream to stop because I'm not trying to jump out in the middle of the urine. I'm not trying to get urinated on because then that's even a bigger problem. And so once the stream kind of diverts, I jump out the door and I'm like, dude, what the? And the person runs into the door next door. Like they run in and shut the door. So I really didn't even see the person. Oh, it's a person. I thought it was a leaking pipe. No, it's a person doing this. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) It's the person in the room next to me was standing at the door, just pissing in the hallway, literally right in front of my door, like an inch in front of my door. And you didn't get no shots off on him? No, because by the time I jumped out, I like jumped over the piss into the hallway like, dude, what the? And the dude was shutting the door. So I was like, what the hell? I was like, dude, what? Hold, I'm just hold on, hold on. I got, got to ask, black delegation? At, no, the, at the time, I didn't even see, I didn't even see him. I just saw like, their back going in and the door shut. So I had so, no idea. Black, white, obviously, it's a man. Um, but I, I couldn't <laughs> see the person at all. I just saw or a, ve- or a very body. talented woman. Yo, so, <laughs> right. so, so Ish, Ish and his wife's girl and Ish saw a hammer pick in the same night. Ain't this, <laughs> this yo, man? She right. was asleep, though, so she didn't. She wasn't uh, privy to all this happening. Right. Yeah, she was asleep. Okay. So. So I'm out in the hallway, like cussing, like, well, dude, what the hell? I'm trying to get like to the do- to their door without stepping mm. in the piss. <laughs> Impossible. And so I'm like, okay. I was like, let me was, let me go back in my room. So I go so back. You triple jump, triple jumped across this mud. Yeah, I jumped back over, and it got in my room. Uh, shut the door. I went to the phone, and my wife. I woke her up, and she's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" I was like, "Dude," I said, "Whoever's next door." just pissed in front of our door. And she's like, what? And I said, yes. So I, I called down to the hotel lobby. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, like, hey, you know. Oh, it's what, 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 time is, what time is it now? It's like 2.30. Oh, like, yeah, that, mean, that means there's one person working in the right, hotel. Right, one person working in the hotel. <laughs> right. That means they ain't helping you nothing. Right. Okay, go ahead. So I told him, I said, hey, said I'm in room so-and-so. I said, the person next to me, just urinated in front of my door and they're like what <laughs> and i said you heard me i right. said the person next door just pissed in front of my door so they're like oh my gosh i'm so sorry you know we're gonna uh get somebody to come up there and clean that up immediately you know sorry you had to say i said clean it up i said well i want you to clean it up but i'm not worried about that i said y'all need to come get this dude because i was like i like that's just ridiculous that's nasty and they're like yeah yeah we're gonna send security up right away so I'm like, all right. So I hung up the phone. Four hours was, later. I'm pacing like back and forth. And my wife's like, what's, you know, what's going on? What's wrong? What's wrong? I was like, dude, like, this is ridiculous. She's like, just just come to bed. Just lay down, come to bed. I was like, no, it's no going to bed right now. Like, like this has to be handled. So I'm looking out the door. I'm like looking out the peephole. I'm trying to see if I could see this person. And so, like, after three or four minutes, and again, in that instant, it seemed like 30 minutes had passed. I know it was probably four. I was like, they hadn't come up there. So I'm like, I'm going down to the front. So I hop over to pee. 
uh, to go downstairs. I'm walking. I see this white dude walking down the hallway, not oh, my hallway, but but down a different hallway uh, to get to the elevator. And he's looked drunk out his mind. And I'm sitting here looking like, is this a dude? So I know I'm mean. <laughs> Start firing on him. <laughs> this is dude making the Larry David eye. eye. He just staring at him like, like what's Everybody you? I see, I'm just mean mugging. It was a bunch. And, and that's the thing. It was a bunch of drunk people out. I saw a couple. They oh, making yeah. out in the hallway somewhere. So I'm like, man, what the hell? So go down to the front desk. You know, they're like, hey, can I help you? I'm like, yo, I called down here a couple minutes ago. I told y'all somebody basically peed on my door and uh they're like oh i'm sorry well we're gonna send uh housekeeping up right away and i was like yo i was like that's fine but y'all need to send somebody up to get them like this is not cool so the girl was like well i'm gonna have my manager go up there with you and check that room so i was like bet she goes and gets the manager the manager and this is a black lady and the manager's a black dude manager comes out he's out Oh no, I can't go up there. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, go. no, sir. Uh, security, you know, we got a lot of issues going on in the hotel. Uh, you know, some potentially dangerous situations. So security will get right up there uh, whenever they can. And like Paul, or I, actually Ryan might have said, again, it's two thirty a.m. They got one security guard. They don't really got a lot of help. So yeah. for them, they really wasn't tripping off of it. For me, I was mad than a mug. Uh, and so I, so I'm like, okay. So I went back upstairs. When I walk past the room, the door is open. You know how uh, you put the yeah, latch the little, inside yeah, the door latch. so you can't lock it. Yeah. So the that's door what, that, is that's like what, that's what you do when the booty open. calls coming. When the booty calls on the way. This <laughs> right. dude, it sounds like he finna bust in like them dudes bust in on us when we squirted that water on him, Paul. <laughs> oh, man. Back thought, in college. We, we, we thought it was curtains. <laughs> we thought it was curtains, didn't we, Ryan? Yeah, because I was like, ain't no way we can fight these two big dudes. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about there? that another Let's take time, a break. What ahead. happened with that story? I want to hear that. Oh, well, man. Like, back man. in college, we used to, uh, so my roommate, Charles, at one point, he decided that, you know, we got, we on the, what was probably on the fifth floor at that point? No, we were maybe like even second floor. floor. Yo, we it was were, on y'all second wild. floor. It was like third floor, yo. Yeah, I can't <laughs> remember. It was third. Well, floor. it was either two or five because I was only on two or five, and so uh, he would joke around and he would spray his water bottle out the window on people that we knew. And so the thing was is that always. you really, by the time, yeah, well, it started off with just people we knew, and so by the time when you spray it out. By the time you hear the noise and you look up, like the water's already in your face. Like that's how it was. So he decided, let's start putting warm water in there. And then people was like, you know, people be tripping, like, oh, somebody peeing on us. Oh, like how y'all gonna do stuff like that? But you couldn't see where it came from because by the time you hear it again, it's falling on you and you're running. You're not really seeing where the water came from. You kind of so, could, you kind of could, because like there, it'd be on, it, it, it'd still be I don't stuff know, on the I didn't screen. Get it'd be stuff on the screens. You kind of tell. But we was it wiping it. Be... We was wiping it at that point. He was yeah. spray, and I, somebody I would wipe. <laughs> so whoever was spraying, the other person had to wipe, so you couldn't see it, so it wouldn't glisten in the in the sunlight. And so we would do that like every day. And no, so it was no, just getting no, ridiculous. Paul was not part of this. The, Paul was not part of this one. <laughs> this was yeah, this okay. Was a, this is okay. Ryan and Charles. He was part of the spray and wipe. Paul no. was part of it later because no, this is why not. the dudes ran in on us. That was you because it wasn't me. But we weren't doing do nothing. We weren't doing nothing. Oh, oh that's right because it already happened before. Yeah. So uh, Charles, he leaves. He leaves the room and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to go to wherever he was going. And he had been spraying people like all afternoon. 
and he sprayed these big dudes, and they had already been talking like, "We're gonna f y'all up. We're gonna f y'all up." And we was just no, like, see, "Man, Ryan, whatever." Hold on, Ryan, no, Ryan messing, Ryan messing this up, man. So, like, <laughs> Tell the story, look, they, so we were, so we we had like you know it would be hot as hell. Me and Ryan, we, just, we were just watching TV that day. I think we were watching like, yo, man, I don't know what we, we were was playing mad. Yeah, no, nah, we, <laughs> we don't even play mad when they bust in, but like. We had the window open because it was hot. And so, like, I remember people would just come back from class, and there was somebody throwing water, but it was, like, the floor above us. Because, it's it, you know, it started to become a thing. Like, okay, they were you and Charles were doing it, but then, like, other dudes would start doing it, too. So it was, it was somebody either down the hall or whatever like that. So I could hear them doing it, like, but we were just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, we just we just sitting here watching TV. Anyway, these cats, these cats... <laughs> Like we heard some kind of commotion, like the dude was like, "Oh, we go, you know, we go, yeah, we, man, we coming up there or something like that." But I, I guess we weren't really thinking about it. like, "Oh, they ain't talking to us because no. we ain't doing nothing." So we just sitting here chilling, watching TV. So we just sitting there, and it's quiet. And you know, man, like two minutes later, like that door door flew, the door two, flew open. And it, it, they, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't muscular dudes, but they were like. Big, but they was wild, big linemen, like, old you know, like, linemen dudes though. No, but like sloppy, like like you know, like six five, <laughs> three twenty, like you know, had a had a whole keg of beer in a weekend type dudes. You know, this but they but they were like, yeah, what's up? And me and Ryan were like, oh, <laughs> right. And they came in, they came in like you know, one behind the other, and like just stood in the floor for a second. And, and they took like, the oh. whole and look the whole doorway like you didn't see no light. Behind you can't that. go nowhere. Right? Who to get out of there? And I'm like, man, I'm up here like, how do we confess? Like, do we say sorry? Because it was Charles. It was happening before Paul got to the room. That's how long ago it was. So we weren't even thinking about it no more. And so the door wasn't locked because we never locked it because Paul would just come in. So we just uh yeah we got caught slipping man and they bust in on us. Luckily we was just playing mad. We were just sitting there and the dudes was like uh yeah we got y'all. And then See? I was sitting there like oh dang. And then immediately he was just like oh my bad man we got the wrong room. See, see, the same and they the walked back out, and I was like, "Whoa!" Me. You should be thanking me. My, my yeah. half-white privilege <laughs> saved your ass from a whooping, probably. <laughs> if I, if, if it had been you and like Deshaun right there, two yeah. black, oh man, there would have been curtains for you too, man. <laughs> but I was sitting yeah. right there, and they were like, "Hey, this this black dude must be all right. He's sitting with this dude. This is straight." So I saved you, man. You, you should be thanking me every day of your life, man. Yeah, he was gonna yeah, sat man. on you and a bit curtain. Mm-hmm. Look, man, Ryan wasn't no little dude. These dudes was. <laughs> like they was way bigger than me. And I'm like, oh, yo, we, we gonna die, man. We gonna die. I right knew here. Paul. I knew Paul wasn't gonna be no help in that fight. <laughs> hey, look, I'm gonna I'm squeeze that doorway and get up out of here because them dudes were not gonna catch me. That's all I know. Because them dudes, look, I get down to the end of the hallway, they they out of breath. That's for sure. Hilarious. But yeah, right, no, so. I, I didn't go. I didn't go with the fat boys and just bust no, through the true. door. Although I really wanted to, but the lights were out. I sat and I listened, trying to hear if somebody's in there. I didn't hear anybody in there, but I'm like, am I really about to bust up in this door? It's at this point now 2.45, 2.50 at night. You know, like, am I really just going to bust in here commando style? It's not like I was strapped to the T's or something like that. So I was like, man, I, I sat and waited trying to see if I see something, if I hear something. I didn't. So I was like, okay, let me go back in. Had to man, jump over the P. You should drop kick that. You should drop kick that door. And be like, hey, and start slapping some heads around, man. It's really not that serious. That'd be dumb. But go ahead. I should. I, <clears throat> I wanted to. So I went back in the room. So again, my wife's, you know, trying to tell him, hey, come to bed, come to bed. You know what they say? I'm like, man. They said they sent security up. You know, but I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm like, I'm pissed. Like I was like straight up. If I would have saw the person, she was like, man, she was like Nia. She was like Nia Long. She was like, don't do it, Trey. Don't do it, Trey. Just stay home. Just stay home. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm just pacing back and forth. I'm looking out the, keep looking in the hallway, keep looking out the door. 
So finally, security guard comes up, and uh, it's a lady, and she sees the door, you know, so she goes and knocks on it. Stepped all up in the piss, but she had on some regular cop boots. So she knocks on the door, nobody comes. So she goes up in there. It's like, security, I'm coming in. She goes up in, turns on the light, looks through. Nobody's in there. So uh, I open the door, and I'm, you know, at this point, since I can't see the guys, I can't get my hands on them. I'm going <laughs> hey, yo, full I'll six nine. I'm picturing this whole time that Ish's Ish, Ish the dude in the peephole. Like, he just looking through the, the peephole. I was, I was looking through the peephole. I was opening the door, like, looking out in the hall. Like, I'm trying to see what's going on. So <laughs> he invested. I told her, I'm like, yo, the people done pissed all up in my door. I'm like, look at this. And she's like, oh, that's nasty. I'm sorry. You know, I'm going to get somebody to clean it up. She said basically it was a bunch of drunk white dudes going around the hotel just causing havoc. Uh, So she was just like, you know, I'm sure it was one of them. She's like, they got this door propped open, you know, uh, so she shut the door. So they could run in there fast. That's probably what they did. Right. So she shut the door whatever. She's like, you know, I'm sorry that happened. We'll get somebody to clean it up. To be honest, I don't even know if anybody ever came to clean it up. Because I didn't hear anybody after that. I finally tried to go to bed. I never heard anybody when I woke up. It was gone, but it almost looked like it had just dried uh, <laughs> in front of the door because it was water spots. It's like a little, I don't know, a little part in front of the door, like a rubber part uh, underneath the door. And that had water spots on it. So I'm like, did they just, did they clean it? Did they somebody just wipe it with a tile? Did it just dry on its own? Have no idea. Uh, so shout out to the Weston St. Louis, or the opposite you, of a shout you, you, out. You didn't complain. You didn't get. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't do your Ryan. Willis you write a letter. Did you do a Yelp yeah. review? Oh, I, 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 I most get, certainly. You get will. a free night. You get a free night off that man. Easy. Oh, I'm gonna definitely complain. It was crazy because when I checked out. Oh, you should have. You should have complained before you left, man. Make make them cop you another night, man. Say like, hey, man, this is, this is the worst day I've ever had. Man, man hey, let me. I'll, I'll help you. I'll you help ruined you. our anniversary. You could have yeah, said exactly, that. man. Oh, you got, oh. I, I I always go on the back end. And you hit him on social media or you hit him in corporate. Oh. But it was weird because I was expecting the guy. Usually when you check out a hotel, they say, oh, how was your stay? Dude didn't even ask me how no, my stay was. You. They wrote it in your file. Don't ask him. Right. Skip this one. What was going on downtown? Wasn't it, wasn't it that like uh, Lil Wayne concert this weekend or was that last weekend? That was it was canceled, week, though. And he didn't show up. Yeah. But but they but the rest of it went on. The Blink-182. Right, right. But yeah, that, that was the week before. That wasn't this oh, okay, week. okay. That wasn't that Okay. So... Yeah, Yo, so man. So like last time I stayed in Weston, I had a similar thing actually. It's it's funny that you mentioned this, man. Last uh, last time I stayed in Weston was in Seattle a few years ago, and the weekend we went, we just it was you know before it was actually several years ago, yeah. So before the kid came, like maybe like year before the kid came, went to Seattle, stayed at a Weston downtown Seattle, great great city. Ryan, I got to get you out to Seattle, man. I got to get you out to Seattle. You will love it, man. Right. Be like, hey, I'm into the, I'm into hiking, all that stuff you talk about in Denver. <laughs> Ish, it applies there in Seattle too, man. Uh, maybe maybe less cars, but anyway, let's go. Uh, stay, stay at the hotel. The, the weekend we happened to be there, the night before we left, there happened to just happened to be a Kanye West concert. I think he was doing Yeezus. I think Yeezus was coming out, so there was a Kanye West concert. We did not go, but a lot of the people in the hotel uh, were at this Kanye West concert apparently. And our flight was like the next morning, like at like I think we had to get head to the airport like at five in the morning. Yeah, you know, we had like a connection, get back to Memphis. And uh, so we got out the hotel. So our, our flight was like at five. So we had to leave the hotel like you know like three thirty or something like that. So we had to like so that's my wife, my wife and I are checking out, and I could hear some like ruckus in the hallway. Anyway, we get out there. We you know we come, we carrying our bags. And we go we we go into the elevator, 
there was like four or five white dudes out there just you know beefing in the hallway like obviously one dude was drunk he must have you know got in, got into it with this girl he was trying to get back into the room i guess the girls were in one room the dudes were in another like he was trying to get back in there they, 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 these dudes are half i think one dude didn't have no clothes on. i couldn't remember man they all kind of scurried when we got in there in the hallway but i was like yo man if y'all touch us i'm gonna kill every single one of y'all <laughs> they, they probably they probably kill me but they were they look crazy and they were drunk as hell man so yeah i know no piss fortunately but <laughs> crazy things happen in the western man clearly especially, especially downtown when it's when it's party time like that man yeah yeah i just feel like you gotta have you gotta be prepared you gotta have more security or you gotta you gotta do something because that was Oh man, no, man, no, man! Look, you could do whatever you want in a hotel at two in the morning, man. That, look, that 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 you you lucky if the girl at the answer the phone. Really. Even there at the front desk. Yeah, you How lucky there's a person answer the phone, and, and at a big hotel they will. They probably have like two, three people, but man, it's, it's just skeleton crew that that late at night, man. They ain't got they ain't got the resources to be sending people to do anything if they even on even if they even there, man. It's just it's tough, man. Yeah, and I told the guy when that whenever I went downstairs and uh you know was talking to the guy. And they, you know, when he said he wasn't coming up, he was just going to send security. I told him, I was like, okay. I said, that's fine. I said, I done called y'all. And I came down here. I was like, if I see whoever did this, like, it's getting handled a whole nother way. And like I said, both of them people were black. And the dude just started laughing. And he's like, hey, I feel you. Like, do what you got to do. So they were, oh, that, uh, they were definitely I, down I, for it. Can I tell y'all a quick one? Now, remember I was in Philadelphia earlier this year? Yep. Yeah, like a, like man. So I saw like at the standard hotel. This was a we were staying in a much more low budget hotel because they had the, the family with me. But I seen this dude almost get his ass whooped uh, over free breakfast in the morning. <laughs> this old white dude is like, so we sitting there like like you know I was there for like the whole like seven eight. I, I was there for like eight days, nine days, something like that. Yeah. So you know every morning like the breakfast opened up at like six o'clock, and it was uh what kind of hotel was that? Uh, uh, home two, I guess home two by by Hilton. That's what we're staying at, and uh. You know, breakfast but was decent, but like six o'clock in the morning, that's when they would, you know, they'd start setting the stuff up beforehand. But six o'clock was kind of like when they pulled the little curtain back, and that's when you go up there and you know just get your little eggs and blah blah blah. Man, I came down there like at six o five, and this white dude's down there, and he must have just got like he, I'm, I, probably, I probably didn't get there at six o five. I got there at like six o three because I would get up early, you know, get my breakfast, get some food for the kid and the wife, and just leaving the room, and I'd, I'd head to class. But this dude, like, I guess, I guess they didn't have the eggs out fast enough for him or something like that. And it was like literally like six oh three when I came down there. So this dude must have been like, hey, at six o'clock on the dot, I want my food. And so like he kind of got into this like older black lady that was behind the counter, and the black lady kind of was saying, you know, some, you know, you know, hey, you know, kind of get, you know, gave him some kind of smart answer. I guess he didn't like, but man, it's six o'clock in the morning, man, leave these people alone, man. But anyway, he started going, he started getting irate, and his wife was down there with him, and this dude just started going off on them. And then so like the black lady, she kind of told the manager. And the manager was like this young, like he was he was obviously Hispanic. He might have been Puerto Rican dude, but he was behind the counter. And man, that dude, was, like he he was not having it from that dude, man. He was like, yeah, man, you you know you you bugging, you bugging. Bugging. I, mean, I I seriously think he was gonna put a whooping on that dude, that that old white man. That, but that old white man was was pissed, and his wife was just sitting there not saying a word. And I was like, yo, man, just call me your crazy husband down, man. Like it's just eggs, man. It's like three minutes later. What are you tripping off of? <laughs> right. Literally right. three minutes later, and you, you think these people have to have this stuff out here for you? I was like, man, you, you bugging, dude. Whatever. Anyway, man, people crazy in hotels. That's it, man. What about you, Ryan? You got any interesting hotel stories? Mm, none that he can he can reveal on the air. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nope. Ryan, like <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, so that was that was the bulk of my weekend, man. Had a 
you know, some other technical difficulties, like the technical difficulties weekend up at church. I, I, you know, I do the AV, work on the AV team. TriCast wouldn't work. I'm trying to deal with that. Uh, at the gig, we just switched over from AT&T. You know, I hate AT&T with a passion. Uh, and we finally got charter, got some fiber internet going on. Uh, and all of a sudden today, like they switched that over Friday. Today, when I got to work, the phones weren't working. And so I'm like, man, what the hell? So I called Charter. I'm like, yo, you know, our phones are down. What's going on? They said, it's not our problem. It's the phone system. So I'm like, all right. So I called the phone system vendor and I talked to them. And they're like, um, we think it's probably not the phone, you know, because they were out there Friday. They're like, we don't think the phone is anything wrong. Everything's set up right. They're like, we'll come out, but you got to pay us. So I like called Charter back. Have them test it again, have them restart it. Um, and if that doesn't work, we'll come out, call Charter back. They're like, nope, our system's fine. Whoop de whoop. Got the phone vendor out. It's Charter stuff. So <laughs> ended up, and Charter, like I said, we had to pay to get the phone vendor to come back out. Same dude that was out Friday talking to him. Charter's like, okay, um, we, we have to try to figure this out. We're going to call our engineering team and we'll call you back in 30 minutes. I was like, call me back in 30 minutes. I was like, dude, I'm sitting here paying this dude about an hour. Uh-oh. You telling me to wait 30 minutes for y'all to call me back? And then they didn't call back. So after 30 minutes, I called them back. And you know what the dude said? Call you back in 30 what? minutes. <laughs> call back in 15 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> How about you call me back? <laughs> right. Dog, it's nothing worse than that. I already called you. Now you call me. Right. So <laughs> finally, Charter got the issue solved. It was their stuff. So I had to also, I had to send a nasty email to, you know, my reps with them. Like, look, I just had to pay this phone company to come out. Like, y'all going to give me that money back because y'all told me two, three different times it wasn't y'all stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> just a lot of. Uh, technical problems, a lot of bad customer service. Uh, so that that was my week in blackness, man. Dope. Man, I do have a bad customer service story. Oh, yeah, let's off. hear it. Everybody got one. All right, because this just happened today. Just happened today. So uh, on Mondays, because we got the podcast, I usually I'll go get something for lunch because I ain't going to eat nothing probably or too much before I go to bed. And so I decided I'm going to go to Jack in the Box. I get over there. Nobody's in the line. So I'm like, sweet. I could just pull up her. It's a nice day out. Roll my windows down. Feel the breeze. You know, eat my sandwich. Be out. So I'm sitting there and nothing's happening. I sit there for maybe five minutes. So I'm like, you know, maybe something happened. You know, I don't know what's going on in there. And uh, nothing. People start lining up behind me. So after it's about two, three cars behind me. And I'm like, let me pull up. Because I don't really know what's going on here. Maybe the uh, thing is broke. I pull up and I look in. It's people inside. You know, it's a, it's a girl working and she's going back and forth. She's handing people food uh, over the counter. So I'm trying to get her attention. I'm waving, I'm waving, I'm waving. And then finally, she's just like, oh, you can see her say like, oh. And then she comes over. And I said, hey, is the, uh, is the drive-thru not working? Because I've been sitting there for a while. And she was like, oh, yeah, uh, it's uh, it, we shorthanded in here. We really shorthanded. So, you know, I wasn't able to uh, to get anybody's order over there. And I was like, well, you know, it's like no sign or nothing out there. Like, it's a lot of people. 
I was like, you should put a sign out there. That way, you know, people know. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's a good idea. And she was just like, but, you know, I'm going to have to ask, you know, ask you to come inside. And she's like, if you, if you come inside, you know, I'll take care of you. And I'm like, okay, fine. You know, again, it's cool. It's a nice day. I was like, let me go ahead and go in. So I go in because I didn't see nobody through the window. It wasn't a bunch of people in there. So, of course, when I come around the building now, the line is now like eight cars deep. So it's a super line. And I walk in. There's nobody in there. It's like one dude and he's sitting there. He just got a drink. And I'm, I order. And uh, I was like, yeah, you I was like, you really ought to put a sign out there. I was like, the line is going around the building. Like all of these people, I was like, they're going to be super mad when they find out that they just sitting there at the thing. Keep in mind, the whole time I'm standing there, this thing is beeping, whatever to tell you somebody's mm-hmm. out there. It's like, bam, 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 bam. She is just ignoring it. She ain't saying nothing to nobody. She ain't saying, hey, the drive through is closed. She's not saying nothing. And I'm just looking because I'm like, man, it's a train wreck. I'm waiting on somebody to come up in here and just start acting a fool. Right. So I'm like, okay, then, well, you know, I ordered my food, stood back. Yeah, go ahead. Can we can we get a clarification? Was this how close was this Jack in the Box to the hood? That's that's what I need to know. Like, is this no? The, it's a uh, it's over. It's a good way. one. Uh, I ain't gonna say it's a good one. It's South County. It ain't it ain't a good one, but it ain't a bad one either. Mm, so yeah, not expected. Keep in mind, it, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It's not like all all uh, black people up in there. It's mostly white people. Gotcha. So it was a it was a black chick in there cooking on the grill. It was her, uh, the young chick, and then there was another old lady older lady who was literally just walking around like she wasn't doing nothing so at this point the girl uh the man standing next to me he's like yeah they told me that they shorthanded and so uh they couldn't get anybody's order he's like luckily i came inside and i was like yeah well being shorthanded don't mean that you shouldn't answer the drive through window because you could just tell people like hey we closed or we can't take no orders right now or something i was like you can't just have people sitting there and i pointed out the window i'm like look at this line like it's around the building and he's like yeah yeah like, I, you know i told her that she should put a sign out there and i was like i told her the same thing <laughs> <laughs> so she she comes up and she she's looking so bewildered man i'm gonna use that word she was looking like she was lost and come to find out, she said it was her first day working. Oh, at Jack in the Box. Period. First day on the job. Nobody had trained her. <laughs> She's just in there walking around, trying to do stuff, trying to work. Uh, she doing fries by herself. Yo, Cause man. keep in mind, it's three people. One of them ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you but yo man, but that, but yo man, I mean, real talk. That's that's how fast we would be, man. It's it was a like chick. when I was there, man. It's, it's, you know, hey, we all went through it. I, mean, I can't remember y'all said y'all worked in fast food. But I definitely did, it, man. No. It, and you know, it don't be too far from that, man. You'd be like, hey, you be trusting those folks with the, with the with the stuff you put in your body, man. It's, it's crazy. But peep this. So after this, so I'm still I'm watching because I'm like, this is amazing. How is she gonna handle this? <laughs> and so the lady that's walking around doing nothing she's like the black girl looks over the grill and she's like hey don't you want to clock in early and she was like nope i can't do that <laughs> and she's like why not and she's like uh you supposed to start at two anyway she's like yeah but she told us we can't clock in early and i looked at you know i look at the time it was about 140 145 so it's not like it was like a whole bunch of time right you know you're still an employee and you get to work <laughs> that's how I feel. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. 
You know what I'm saying? And you come in and, and your work is a disaster. Sometimes you got to clock in early. Right. But uh, yeah, she was just like, no. So she literally just stood there and walked back and forth. Didn't do nothing. Didn't touch nothing. Wow. Didn't take an order. Nothing. So the girl is, she's taking orders, handing out orders, getting the fries, going back in the back. And then occasionally she would be like, uh, yeah, drive through's closed. You have to come in. Like we shorthanded today. And that was like every every five minutes she was yeah, saying that. But where's the manager at, man? There's, there's a manager that you know doesn't have all this stuff set up. This is the problem. That's, there that's is there is apparently no manager. And so she hands me my food, and I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, let me check my food to even make sure it's right. How can you? But not then have the a black girl. Duty? But the black girl, she looks up again. Well, she comes off from behind the grill, and she's like, "Hey, this gonna be your last hamburger order because I'm finna leave at two. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like you got three people, one ain't doing nothing, and the other one say she about to leave at two, and she was like, and this is her first day. She's like, don't you want to clock in? And she was like, nope, not gonna do it. She said it again. Wow. And I'm like, dang man, I feel sorry for this girl. She's like, but it's her first day, and she was just like, I can't clock in early. And then she's like, well, who's supposed to be here? And she's like, well, some other people supposed to be here at three. And I'm like, at three? Like, we got a whole nother hour. Like, what what are y'all doing right now? Right. And so I asked the girl, I'm like, um, can you give me some mayonnaise? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I was like, I just need a couple mayonnaise packets. And she looked like, I have no idea where mayonnaise is. She just starts pulling trays right. out. They falling right. on the yeah. floor. Like, she doesn't know what she's doing. Right. And right. I'm like, never mind. Don't worry about it. This other lady walks in. You don't make that girl. It ain't my fault, man. I just want to see what's happening. This lady walks in. This girl is wanting my mayonnaise. If I can just make it through it, if everybody just come here to ask for sodas and cups, and I can just, you know, get these fries. Just hand a cup off and keep going. And Ryan Center asks some complicated questions. Man, this other lady comes in. She comes in and she's like, what's going on in here and i was like they said they shorthanded and she's like that doesn't make any sense she's like i'm disabled and i had to get out of my car and i was like well you know she looked like she walked okay so i was just like oh well you know uh uh you walked in okay you, you seem all right <laughs> <laughs> ryan throwing shots today right. Listen to this. no i'm not throwing shots i'm trying to let her see uh what god has done for her today no oh, you no, walked speaking. in okay Speaking of God, since you took it there, Ryan, I'm wondering, as a minister of the faith, why you didn't see it in your heart to go Word. put on a jack-in-the-box cap, oh, stop. to I'm throw to put on, on an apron, and to go uh. ahead and get him a good 20 to 30 minutes of your lunchtime. Look, man, I already gave her all my managerial experience when I came in. I told her what to do. I said, hey, people are going to be mad. Put a sign out there on the uh, drive through window. You can still do this. You, yeah, you shorthanded, but you can still handle it. But she didn't want to listen to me. She just said, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. But she didn't actually do anything. Well, that's when when I got my food, I even said, wanted to sit down. Give me a Sharpie. Go grab a Sharpie. Give me a piece of paper off the printer. I thought about it. I'm going to write this up it. here. Give me a little scotch tape. I got you. Boom. Go set that I outside. Like fries, which you, you need me on fries. Like, let me jump in there. Yo, I couldn't help her. I tried. <laughs> she wasn't interested. I was just trying to calm down the lady in the lobby because she was about to go ballistic. And I told her, I said, hey, is this girl's first first day? I don't really blame her. She can't do anything because she has no idea what she's doing. The lady's like, there should be four people working in here anyway. There's always four people on duty. There's never less. And I'm like, how do you know this? 
disabled lady. But maybe she just be up in Jack in the Box all the time. Right. I don't know. But the chaos ensued, man. I even just like parked uh, across the way so I could kind of see. Right there. I ate my sandwich and I just watched people people pulled up to the drive thru and they just sat there. Hello, hello. And I was like, How long before this girl comes out and put a sign out? People was coming up to the window, banging on the window. What are y'all doing? And you know, I could hear the little speaker saying, You need to come inside, we shorthanded. I'm like, Man, this is crazy. Like she did that for the rest of my lunch. Never came out. <laughs> so That's awesome, man. So Ryan saw this all happening and this fool yes. drives. Like across the parking lot, sits there and eats his lunch and just watches the show. That's yep, hilarious. Yep. I wanted to uh, sit inside, but I didn't want to get shot. In case <laughs> was crazy. I would just go sit inside so I could really hear hear the scoop. Man, hey, I'll tell you one. Hey, that's why Chick Chick Fil A is kind of undefeated, man. All them dudes being there. Thanks. That would never like, happen. Eight hundred kids named Preston and Laird and you know and Connor, and they'd be they'd be happy to take your order, man. You, you got to worry about that. Jack and Box is it's fire. More it's people. Fire though, man. It's more people at the uh, Chick-fil-A uh, just at the drive through window when you come in than they had in that whole jack-in-the-box store. Man, what it was man, crazy. Like, look, did y'all Chick-fil-A's have the, 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 the folks that be standing outside to take yeah. your order? Like, with yeah. an umbrella? Yeah. Like, yo, man. They, Two of them. Oh, man, be like, yeah, be like three of them out there, man. They got like <laughs> all this, they got all hooked up. Like, yo, man, they, they really put, they, they put people to The work one by here. my old job, they used to have, so they have two taking your orders and then they have one up there passing out condiments. Like he'd be yeah. like, you need some mayonnaise, you need some ketchup, what you need, and he would hand it to you. Then you would go pay. Yep. Yeah, the one I actually went to one. What was that Saturday maybe? And uh, they were doing that. You know, it was a long line, so I had the people outside taking the orders on the little devices. So I ordered. You know, so I'm driving up, and usually, like you say, they got people just hand out the food, hand out the condiments at the window. So I'm expecting that. All of a sudden. This dude, like, comes running out with a bag and, you know, a drink in his hand. He walked up to my door. I rolled down the window. He's like, Mr. Ishmael? I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, here's your food, sir. And I'm like, dang, they bringing it out to the car now. They don't went full yeah, Sonic. So they were actually yeah. carrying it out to the cars to eliminate you even having to wait to get to the window. So man, yeah, they go dope. above and beyond. But beyond them, I am, like, I almost want to just stop eating fast food because the customer service yeah, is so, so it's terrible. It's worse, man. I mean, it's so convenient and it's cheap, but the service is so bad now that, you know, a lot of times I will be like, man, for, like it's not even worth it. I'm going to just wait till I get home and just make something right. at home because the service is just awful. Yeah, it's always dicey, man. That's how it is, man. Yeah. Yo, since we talking about random topics, can I throw one out, man? Can I uh, just maybe. Give, a, give a shout maybe. out? I'm gonna, get, I'm, I'm gonna do it anyway. I don't give a hell what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no other topics to talk about. Look, man, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, the, the homie. Uh, new show came out, just came out today. Uh, Bluff City Law. I don't know. It's like a law show set in Memphis with the homie Jimmy Smits. Straight. Uh, if you know who that is, like a Puerto Rican dude, old cat now, but like back in the day, like Everybody in the late Smits. 80s, he was like on the LA Law Show. Yo, man, my mom. Ants definitely was big into Jimmy Smith's, yo. So that dude de- definitely probably got panties thrown at him on Ditmars back in the day. I, I don't know, I'm Jimmy not sure. Smits. But yo, he was on, he's on the show and it's set in Memphis, so I had to ch- I had to peep it out. I haven't I haven't I only caught about five minutes before the podcast got going, but my wife and I already made plans to to watch that this weekend. So shouts to him. TV show definitely was a a dude I was forced to watch all the time. 
y'all y'all's parents or y'all's girls got like just one dude that like always is kind of like they always be like like if they, they, if there was one celebrity crush that's that's the one y'all got one of y'all y'all wives or, or parents got one of those yeah yeah they always got it I say T uh, <laughs> you want to drop it off T if, if T you would say probably Bob, say Bob, it's okay <laughs> no she she would say the rock I don't know what it is about that funny shaped head dude but she uh she's she's into the rock so that would be her one. Steroids, gotcha. Ish, you got yeah, anything? Like, my wife used to be all about uh, Common. Like, she was in love with Common Word. for the oh. longest time. Which is basically light-skinned yeah, Ishmael. Right. What is that, that's man? Exactly. She's exactly <laughs> like you, except yeah. he's yellow. He a, look, he got the same, he got the same, like, you know, same boy, beard. deep voice. Yeah, man, just put a turtleneck on him and, a, like, a little funny hat. Same bald head. Come on, man. Exactly. <laughs> she got her. To her, she needs to have some imagination. It, it seemed like she done got her. I mean, I think that was... That was her crush forever, like, you know, in a long time. So that's probably why we ended up getting together, because she thought I looked like Common. Uh, <laughs> but it seemed like that's tooled off. I know she liked Will Smith, but uh, she not, you know, like with Common, it used to get on my nerves, because it'd be like, anytime he on the screen, she's squealing and all of that. But she don't really <laughs> do that for Will Smith. So if she got one now, uh, she hides it well. So thank you for that. My wife definitely every time you know, I mean, I, it's, it's to the point I can't watch that. Uh, I can't watch Boys in the Hood, man, because every time that dude Morris Chestnut comes on there, my wife always kind of says, oh, makes a little Morris. comment like, mm, and I'm like, what, what are you seeing? <laughs> I was, and, I, and I try to point out to her like, yo, man, this dude, like, okay, he kind of look good, good looking, when he got the cheekbones, you know, whatever, like that. But like, first of all, he, he looked way different than me. First of all, it's all like that. Second of all, so that's really I, where the shade comes from. That's really where the shade comes. Second you don't look like, nothing I like, like me. I, I like all oh, you think got those muscles. I, you see, he can't run, right? You see how he look. Everybody needs to see that this man ran in a straight line. He's supposed to go. He's supposed to go USC on a full uh, football scholarship. This dude could not run the, the gun. He's on the zigzag, bro. Right. You got Paul post. immediately. Paul immediately starts dissing more. <laughs> the post pattern, not the I'm, threat, I'm threatened by this dude, man. Every, any, anytime that dude, because that dude, you know he. Okay, he wasn't really a big star, but he'd just be popping up in little random movies. So every time that dude comes on TV and she and he's you know, he's on those little trash like little TV shows like, you know, that, that be on for like four episodes and you never hear from again after you know, like, like probably like this Bluff City Law that's coming on right now on HB on ABC. It, it, you know, it's, it's he'd be on there and anytime my wife see my crush, she's like she's like, mm. <laughs> I like the dude cannot that's run. Mad disrespectful. The dude Come on now, you know that was a trash. You you don't ish, if you were in the, if you were in the alleyway with a no, tray. I'm, I'm talking about your wife is mad, dis- mad disrespectful. She talking about mm, 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 like oh, I everybody's agree, wife do that. Your your wife don't do that. No, not out loud. <laughs> she probably uh, do it under her breath or when I come downstairs. But yeah, it's not all the time. But yeah, every once in a while. That's well, just first a, of all, you a, need to tell your black your, woman thing. Ish, first of all, you need to tell your girl that common is like five foot six, and so like. <laughs> So, so <laughs> common like the baby version of you. So that's the first thing that's weird. <laughs> he just looked big on TV. That dude like that dude is tiny in real life. So man, whatever, man. Yeah. So one one last thing because we we are definitely going long and it's definitely my fault. But I want to call out, especially since I done had negative, angry energy all day. I want to call out probably the sleaziest thing that I've seen in TV quote-unquote TV, because really YouTube, in a while. So I think, well, Paul, you might already known about it. Uh, I know we talked about the show Money and Violence, the little hood show, uh, mm-hmm. back, was that a year or two ago? Did you peep that, Paul? 
I don't forget about this. No, no, this, I'm drawing a blank right now. Okay, so it was a show, Money and Violence, by this dude in uh, New York. It's like a little hood YouTube show, you know, about the streets, cats who are like robbing drug dealers, whatever. My homie Mike put me on to it, and that like the acting was trash. The, Mike uh, loved them kind of shows, man. <laughs> yeah, the video quality was trash, but the storyline was like dope. So. Watch that. So the dude came out with a new show called The Spot on YouTube. So I'm like, okay, kind of, kind of the same thing. So wait a minute, is it a is it a documentary or is it fiction? It's no, fiction? it's fiction. It's fiction. Okay, but it's okay. on YouTube. You remember how um, what was it? Awkward Black Girl was on, started yeah. on YouTube, and you know how you got little YouTube series, and then the people turn yeah. into stars and blow up, yada yada. So it's kind of like okay. that. And Money and Violence was really just like a hood classic because the story was so dope that even though everything else was trash, you know, people got into it. And it was funny because you could see it get better as the episodes went on. Like you saw when they finally upgraded and got like a HD, a 4K camera, and the actors really? got a little more comfortable so they weren't like ro so robotic. Uh, but it's just like regular people. It ain't real actors. You could tell it's just mm -hmm. like his homies or whatever. So anyway, so The Spot came out a couple months ago, so I'm like, I'm going to watch it. I, I rock with Money and Violence. I'm going to check out The Spot. It was kind of whack in the beginning because it was just literally dudes in this apartment uh, the whole time. Like, everything is in the apartment for most of the season. Um, and so I'm like, I'm going to give it a chance, even though the, it's kind of struggle acting, struggle production, all of that. But it started to get interesting and then all of a sudden I find out that they're nearing the season finale, right? And the dude is going to charge. It's been free on YouTube the whole series. But for uh -huh. the season finale, he's charging $4 to watch the finale. He got to get some money, man. Even, even if you There's got nothing like wrong YouTube with that. Premium? I think that's fair. Pay that man his $4. I think on that's YouTube ridiculous. premium, you got you to pay it too? What'd you say? If you got YouTube premium, you got to pay for it? Yeah. Where's it? But I'm but, like, if you gonna charge, I'd rather you charge me at the beginning. Like nobody watch. Maybe you do one or two episodes exactly. and then charge for the rest. Don't have me watch the entire series and then the last episode. You like, oh, you gotta pay four dollars to see what happened. That's why. No, nah, I mean, I think it's fair, man. Cause really, you you owe the man four dollars if you would enjoy his show that much. Like he could he could charge twenty, and I think it'd be fair for real. Like, if you got that much entertainment value out of something, I think you owe it to them to buy something from them if you can. Man, Especially you're getting when they ad away revenue free. off of YouTube. You're getting money off of that. Not like necessarily because you have to have a thousand subscribers beforehand before you can even get that. No, but right. he does because Money and Violence was like a huge underground hit. Is yeah, but it's got to start off that way. He's got to have it before those start. Right, but I'm saying it. so for the spot. He he already had it. Like they eclipsed that a long time ago. So he's definitely making ad revenue off the spot. Like Money and Violence when he first started, maybe not oh, okay. at the beginning, but after even and I think that was before YouTube went to that that weird. You got to have a thousand subscribers, but he had that. So he's getting money, and I I understand the hustle. You want to get more, honestly, because I like Money and Violence so much. If he would have charged from the beginning, I probably would have paid it four dollars. I've been like ah. I'm with it, but how, to do how that would for you though? Because you would finale, never watch it for four dollars. You said what? You'd never start it for four dollars. 
Yeah, if I saw, if I knew this person beforehand, like if I rock with his previous work and I really? appreciated him, then yeah, I'll go with okay. the new one. Like yeah. I said, maybe give one or two episodes just to give it as a teaser, then do it. But to wait till the last episode, I'm like, oh, forget that. <laughs> so you out now for I'm $4. Out. I'm not paying $4 for it. Man, come on. Especially hey, the show, was, it, it, it's nowhere as good as Money and Violence was. So, no, I'm out. Look, the real the real issue is that is you be where do you find these random shows you be watching, man? Like, <laughs> right. what, what 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 sick chat room are you in? What message board are you digging into this stuff for? Because I'm like, man, look, I can't even. There, there's so much good stuff on HBO, I can't even get to. And you sitting there, you you down in the the, the bottom barrel, the like doldrums. Oh, man, you, yeah, like it's it's like a like a like a heroin addict. Like, oh man, I need a fix, man. Oh, man give, me, give me some give me some weird show I gotta watch. Oh man, come on, baby, come on, just one. Give me a good one. Come on. Man, if you don't stop watching this crappy YouTube, uh, deep Netflix mess, and, and right. watch some Succession, Yo. watch some, uh, watch some, the, the uh, what, what's it, the, the joint off HBO with the, the, the my homie from Eastbound and Down, the, the Righteous Gemstones. Man, come on, give it, give, give it some man, of the good stuff. I'm telling man. you, Money Heist give, give on the Netflix homie, is fire. G get with the homie Jimmy Smith, man. Watch G the co-signed on Money Heist. Uh, like I said, I got a hip on Money and Violence. I watched Money Mike. Heist. It's pretty good. I watched a little bit of it. I ain't talk. I ain't tell you that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mike likes. He definitely likes hood stuff. He yeah, gives he only likes hood stuff. stuff. So <laughs> I already That's followed sick. them off Money and Violence. So I saw the spot. I was like, ah, eh, let me check that out too. So, but Paul, what do you think? Break the tie. Do you feel like you would pay the three ninety nine in that type of situation? Man, I'm not paying for a damn thing. <laughs> <man>. How <laughs> the man that tips everybody go not pay somebody for their entertainment, man? Come on, that's funny. Actually, I got a tipping story, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drop that one on you today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna keep that in the can. We, 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 we one day we're gonna have an all tipping, all tipping story. You could just give us for a whole episode. Everybody you tipped and why? Hey, tipping's worth it sometimes. Man. Hey, that girl stood stood in that job for even though she's working at Jack in the Box, man. Yo, man, somebody ought to tip that girl for for, for being a trooper on her first day and putting with that message. Look, there, nothing. Look, man, you would have told me I would just walked up with the job. Yo, like, hey, I've only been. Been here an hour, yeah, so I, I all I'm losing thinking. is like eight dollars. So I'm not, I'm not tripping off this. Facts. Yeah, I agree. So, all right. So we done ran over. Hopefully, uh, I can edit something about this mug. But uh, hopefully, uh, y'all enjoyed hearing people's random stories because we had no show prep, no stories. Everybody Again, forgot that we even had a podcast. Episode title: Golden Showers. Facts. Bring September flowers. I don't know. No, it can only be what somebody actually said in the show. So it's going to be, I think he said, steady stream of urine. So I think that's going to be it. So, uh, yeah. So, Ishmael, if uh, the listeners haven't quit the show and said they'll never listen again, (laughs) where can they find us? Disgusted by us. Yo, you can hit us up on social media where you can follow our stories, tales, and follies of people urinating in hotels. Um, We are on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. You can follow me uh, at Ish Creates on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow Ryan, he is at the Black Ryan on Twitter only. If you want to follow Box Wine Poppy, he is also on Twitter only at Box Wine Poppy. Of course, he does have some uh, hidden accounts uh, that oh, he yeah. uses, but we don't publish 
those. Also, if you want to email us, if you have some stories of poor customer service, or if you have some hotel <laughs> horror stories, you can email us at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. Paul, or you can find us on Facebook, of course. Paul, people want to help out the show. They want to recommend the show, uh, help their friends find it, help their enemies find it. Uh, what should they do? Look, what you should do if your friends, your enemies, go up to the front door, piss on them. Yeah, let them know you care. <laughs> That's what you should do, man. Piss on them. Let them know. Let them know that you, you know you, you're thinking about them. You want to stay warm. You know, just you know, <laughs> hit them with a steady stream of piss. You know, let let Ish see. You know, the, the inadvertent hammer pit. We never got that clarified whether he actually got a, caught a glimpse of the hammer or not. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and assume he did. Uh, and so yeah, but man, rate us reviews on the on whatever podcast app you're listening to. We would love five stars and tell a friend. That's what we like to do. Ryan, you got the last words to take it away. Man, this podcast said enough. I have absolutely <laughs> no other words. We we talked about a lot, man. I'm gonna let y'all go. Yeah, and I need to see. I need to check in with Illinois and see where R. Kelly was at the time that this happened. I didn't <laughs> see the well, unless Maybe. there was a a 12 year old girl laying on the floor in front oh, of your door, I think it might much. not be him. That's too yeah. much. And last words, <laughs> Morris Chestnut, if you out there listening, hey man, it's it's on site. If I ever see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be problems. That's all I know. I hey, ain't scared hey. you, man. And you and you damn sure can't run. I don't care if you had all those muscles in the movie. You can't run for nothing, man. I can't hey, run you go. Uh box wine mommy told him the same thing in his DMs. If I see ya, it's on site. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.